it's Ronnie Davis, and you're listening to Eating More, the place to be if you want to learn how to stop eating in ways that make you feel like crap, if you want to end the weight and food war, and start reimagining healthy eating and living. We'll show you how to change your mind, your food world, and your life with less doing and more being. What's on your I should list every day? I should start eating better. I should be exercising more. I should be drinking more water. I should be taking more vitamins. I should be going to bed earlier. How many times a day do you hear I should statements run through your head? That's what we're talking about today. I shoulds. And everybody always wants to tell us what we should and shouldn't be doing. Have you noticed that? In literally every area of our life. Our moms, our relatives, our friends, our coworkers, complete strangers, our healthcare providers, the media, what we should do with our life, what we should weigh, what we should eat, how we should raise our kids, how we should look, who we should be, what we should know, how we should take care of ourselves, what skills we should have, how we should age, how we should dress, how we should do our hair or makeup, what things we should care about in life, how we should have sex or please our men, how we should decorate our house, what we should read, what we should think, how we should act. (sighs) It's crazy. And we get programmed by all of these outside influences to believe all of these things that we should be doing are true. (laughs) And then we obsessively ruminate over them, right? Usually while flogging ourselves half to death because we haven't or don't. There's literally a women should piece of advice for every single aspect of our lives. And they usually differ depending on who you talk to. And we often tend to carry way too much of them around with us every day. As though constantly reminding ourselves of all of the things we should be doing is like going to make us do them or something. And then, of course, we judge ourselves accordingly based on how we think we're measuring up or not. Usually not, right? So what's on your I should list every day? And how's it working for you? Do you hear that list replay in your head a hundred times a day and then immediately jump to start tackling each I should item as soon as you hear it? I'd be willing to bet not usually because usually what follows I should statements are all the reasons why we're not doing that thing. And then guilt and shame and judgment and all of those other icky feelings over the fact that we're not doing those things, right? I should start eating better, but whatever. I should be exercising more, but whatever. I should be drinking more water, but whatever. That but part is the excuse. The reality is, If we wanted to do those things, we'd be doing them. We wouldn't be telling ourselves we should be doing them, right? And so that but part is the excuse. That's the word that tells you you got no intention of doing it. And it could be for any number of reasons. Usually it's probably one of two things. You just simply don't want to or you're scared to, you know, depending on whatever whatever your I should statement is. But the reality is I should dot, dot, dot doesn't mean you will dot, 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 right? And then you blame yourself and judge yourself and feel all bad about yourself because you didn't do that thing that you think you should be doing. 
And then we wonder why we walk around with guilt, shame, anxiety, depression, and feeling obsessed with food all the time. Should statements are all of those things that you're telling yourself you should be doing every day, but just don't. It's one of many cognitive distortions or negative thinking patterns that contribute to stress, fear, worry, guilt, and shame. So the next time you hear an I should thought run through your head or an I should statement come out of your mouth, stop in your tracks and notice what happens next. How do you feel about yourself in those moments? Empowered, happy, good, and ready to do that thing? Or hopeless, helpless, bad, and not willing to do that thing at all? Right? Do you immediately follow that statement and those feelings by actually doing that thing you're telling yourself you should be doing? Or do you not? Again, I'm willing to bet not. See, that's the reason they're problematic, because they almost never result in us doing that thing or making more positive choices or the you know, result in the outcomes that we want. Instead, they make us feel badly about ourselves and often more hopeless about actually being able to do that thing that we keep telling ourselves we should be doing. So does this sound familiar? Well, you know, I really should be bringing healthier snacks to work with me, but that usually results in not doing that thing because then you start thinking, why can't I have more self-controlled food? I know what I'm supposed to be eating. Why can't I have some willpower and do that? Or why can't I find the time to make some healthy snacks? Or why don't I find the time to make some healthy snacks or whatever? Which, again, then reinforces feelings of being helpless to our circumstances and our choices not being within, within our control right? The exercise one, I should be exercising more, usually results in not exercising more because we follow it with, but I'm just so lazy. If only I had more motivation, right? Which again, reinforces feelings that the choice is out of our control, which makes us feel hopeless about ever changing it. We just keep telling ourselves we should be, but we're too lazy, So we carry around this belief that we're unworthy or that we're destroying our health because we're just too lazy to do the exercise that everybody tells us we should be doing to be healthy or hot or skinnier or stronger or whatever. And should statements aren't limited to just what we eat and our exercise habits. We use them for everything, our parenting. Well, I should have more patience with my kids, right? That becomes guilt over being a crappy parent. Our homes. I should be a better housekeeper. My house should be cleaner or more organized or whatever, right? Again, results in feelings of, uh, you know, unworthiness over not being good enough at at keeping the house clean. Uh, Our relationships. I should be a better wife, mother, daughter, sibling, friend, whatever. Again, more feelings of guilt over not being good enough. Maybe we feel like we aren't good enough to deserve the love of those people in our lives. Should statements are completely unhelpful and can contribute to depression, anxiety, panic, and even keep us stuck in that weight and food battle. And these cognitive distortions often don't act alone. Should statements, all or nothing thinking, and labeling, mislabeling, can and usually do pile on top of each other in one really nasty little thought bubble whenever we, you know, quote, fall off the wagon. Again, tell me if this sounds familiar. 
well, I should be eating salad, but I really want pizza. Screw it, I may as well just have the pizza. I always just end up screwing up eventually anyway, right? Which then leads to, well, I may as well have a beer with it and some chips and ice cream for dessert since I already ruined today anyway. I'll just start over again tomorrow. Which then leads to, God, I'm such a pathetic screw-up. I always do this. What's wrong with me? That's that. Those cognitive distortions piling on top of each other, like I just mentioned. It's a should statement. It's all-or-nothing thinking. And it's labeling and mislabeling. A common threesome of cognitive distortions that often results in overeating, or in some cases a full-on binge, in people who struggle with weight and food. And all because you just wanted a piece of pizza. Cognitive restructuring is a helpful cognitive behavioral technique that I've incorporated into my Cognitive Eating Academy. It's designed to help you overcome these should statements and other cognitive distortions that keep you stuck in these faulty and self-destructive ways of thinking and as a result, behaving. The day I gave up shooting myself to death was one of the best days ever because now whenever I hear myself thinking or saying I should before something, I next ask myself, who says? Who says I should be doing that? Do I want to do that? What do I want? What does my body want? What does my body need? What's best for me? What do I need most right now? No more shoulds. What do I need? What do I want? Rather than making ourselves miserable by trying up to live by trying to live up to what everybody else determines we quote should be doing, this switch gives you your power back. It gives you the power to start learning what makes you happy. What's best for your mental health, for your emotional health, for your physical health, and how to follow your own heart, mind, body, and dreams. So tell me, are you ready to give up should statements and start figuring out what you actually just want and need? I promise it will make such an enormous difference in your life. You've been listening to Being More with Ronnie Davis. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about embodied cognitive eating training and access free resources, visit www.ecet.online.